You're rolling. My name is Brian Murphy. I'm a traumatic brain injury survivor, a husband, ballet dancer, and fitness. You could use that order as the importance of my life. You can use any order you want, but that's who I am. Before my TBI, which is under an acronym of traumatic brain injury, I never had TBI in my list of life experiences. Spent my life as a professional ballet dancer. I've had a wonderful life as a husband and as a fitness instructor. And now my life is in addition to a TBI survivor. We could talk about how I got on a bike and had to go a thousand feet to get some water and hit a pole. You can talk about two people just happened to be, I don't know, 100 feet away, saw it. They were connected to a hospital. They just knew that I was repeating myself and they had to call up the, the trauma in, trauma hospital. You could talk about the ambulance ride or how I fainted, had seizures. We could even talk about what my family went through. They're all very, very important. But today I want to talk about a curtain that opened up. A curtain I never thought would open up, but did. So imagine you close your eyes. Take a moment and close your eyes. And you feel this thrush of thought, of, of creativity, of memories, everything coming through your forefront. You open up and it's clear. Feel the shoulders release. Maybe the leaves are brighter. Maybe the sky looks different. Maybe even the wind kind of blows a little differently. You come to realize that your life, like or not, changes after a train of traumatic brain injury. Never mind that the doctor says that you are the 1%. So I thought, 1%? What does that mean? So I had an epidermal hematoma, which is a blood inside the brain, and around the skull. Somehow, the doctor, two and a half hours later, got the blood out of my head. <laughs> I call it bouncing back. I think I laugh at it sometimes. Three days later, three and a half days later, I, re I couldn't help. I needed to leave the hospital. After probably some resistance, they got me out. And from that point on, I never had any issues. Oh, I broke my collarbone and my, my finger became, um, I don't know, 10 times its size. But my brain was pretty much the same 
Yes, I said three days. I didn't say three months. I didn't say three years. Three days. I've come to research that if you get an epidermal hematoma, it takes a long time. So I had to come to grips with the fact that I survived, and I survived pretty much the same as I was before the TBI. Now I just have the memory of hitting the pole, memory of the Emmons ride, the memory of going on the gurney. No, after I stopped breathing, I didn't see like a light at the end. But it'd be like looking at the sunset and being at the edge of the water. And somehow you don't jump in the water. You stay where you're at. And then you wake up. And then there is the clarity and there is the curtain. There are many ways you can describe why. Luck? Sure, the person who saw me. Everything that was lined up from everything lined up exactly the way it should have for me to be sitting here and talking to you right now a year later. Without issue. You'd call it a spiritual awakening. You know, I always felt as a person, spiritually, a dance, my, my family, has been, it's part of my spirit. People around me, people who I work with, has enhanced my spirituality. You call it, call it God. You know, I personally lead, lean towards the spiritual sense that there's um, a reason that we survive events, but not only survive events, but survive them with gusto. <laughs> So, I have a responsibility, I felt. Here we are, a year later. Let me go back here. I haven't, I've performed more than ever. People who I've worked with before the TBI have asked me to come back working because they trust me. People have been patient. And I'm thinking, why are they patient? I'm fine. Anybody who's gone through TBI has their own experience. This is mine. One of the things that I have gone through is more of the psychological part. At first it was guilt. 
I survived so fast, so easily. I've come to terms with, I've learned that people who have epidermal hematomas have long lifetime issues. Again, I didn't. So there, there's a guilt that does come with that. The other thing I did, and I, <laughs> it was <laughs> something we should do anyways, and this is something that I'm hoping that when you listen to this, if there's anything you get out of this one, I called my friends, people I haven't seen for a while. We cried. Cried on the phone. Sorry I didn't call you. Life is more precious than we think. I don't think we take things for granted. I just don't think we think about it until something does happen. So those relationships that I haven't seen or have, it, it, it was a great joy to talk to those people. And the other thing that happens is we go through it our personally, but we also see our family go through it. And seeing my family upset, seeing how what they went through because of what I did is probably the hardest thing. Of course, they're saying, don't worry. In your mind, you're thinking, how could I have done that to them? It was an accident. Yeah, we all go through accidents, right? Usually, I've been on the other side. I've, I've been the person to kind of help. Never been on the side of the one that people have to be upset about. I just want to finish this thought. We'll go back to the curtain. It was like this curtain opened up. possibilities opened up the thought and an appreciation so I guess the Sorry, I do get emotional when I think about this, but when you, we, when you listen to this podcast, when you listen to this, listening to me, and you, when you turn it off, give yourself a moment and think, you know, maybe I should call that person. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to drive a little bit safer right now. Or going to work and just look at the people you work with and just say to them, you know, I'm proud of you. Because every one of those people that were involved 
for just being there from the calls, the conversations, from the day that happened to today. But I realized for the last 50 years of my life, I've been developing, <laughs> I've been developing relationships to get to that point, to have the strength. I, I want to thank every one of you guys out there for being there. So let's take this as an opportunity to do so. And with that, thank you for listening to Murph's talk.